welcome back to Daily Dose Podcast with Tiff and Cass. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And we, first off, want to take a moment of silence um, with everything going on today, this week, this month, years. Mm-hmm. Years. <laughs> um, we don't, you know, we're obviously going to do an actual episode devoted to what's been going on with the police brutality and our political climate, but... Um, I want to absolutely just take this moment to give a, you know, give a moment of silence to everyone who has lost their lives at the hand of the police. So when you're ready, I'm ready. All right. Okay. So what are we talking about today, Cass? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so hard to jump into something, you know, when there's just so much going on in the world. But we feel like, I'm just going to say it, we feel we we want to, we'll get into that. Right now, we just need to collect our thoughts. Mm-hmm. and That's the biggest thing. So we don't want anyone to think that we're ignoring it. Yes. Um, we will... Talk, to absolutely spend time later talking about this. We have a lot of opinions. And we just want to make sure we do it um, right. We do it in a way that is uh, meaningful. And we don't want to, um, again, just have it feel rushed. Mm-hmm. Especially because we're so emotional right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes. Please don't think we're ignoring it. But, again... We are going to be talking about... People-pleasing. People-pleasing. It actually came up a couple of different times this week with us. With us, yeah. Um, with our partners. Actually, I had a friend last night that I spoke to, and we were also talking about people-pleasing. So I just feel like, naturally, that should probably be the topic um, that maybe we start with, because we are... Uh, people-pleasers? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like well, everybody... I, I I believe everybody <laughs> at one point in time in their life is a people pleaser. Yeah. If you want to admit it or not. <laughs> Unless you are narcissistic. Then yeah. I then obviously you don't care about nobody but yourself. <laughs> yeah. So um I think personally people pleasing comes in different situations. Um, you know, I don't think that I'm a people pleaser in all situations, if anything, um, I find that I'm more people pleasing when it comes to having, you know, having to deal with strangers and people I don't really know very well. Um, Elaborate on that. <laughs> so, uh, perfect example, I guess, would be like if I went to the car dealership. I went to the car dealership way back before my car's almost done being paid. So, <laughs> yes. So, when I was like <laughs> negotiating with this, um, I was very much scared to assert myself and really was leaning on them to help me through that process versus just, I knew how much I could afford and I kind of got swindled a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which screwed me up. Uh, so strangers, like okay. I didn't know these people. Okay. And I was scared to be like, nah, you're not about to sit here and, and screw me <laughs> out of something. <laughs> But I didn't know how to do that. Yeah, that's And I hard. brought my mom, who... Definitely, definitely <laughs> does know how to assert herself. Maybe a little too harshly at times. <laughs> but um, I thought... But she also was kind of like, 
you know, real hesitant to, to go there. She was like, well, you can handle your business. I was like, well, this is why I brought you, Mom. I know, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's an example for me. Okay. What about for you? Um, well, for me, it I think I people-please friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time of just, like, agreeing, agreeing, and sometimes I may not agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I also... I think I mentioned it in the last episode. I have a hard time with um, disappointing. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I had so many blogs Mm -hmm. in the past. And And that fear of what? Rejection, right? The fear of rejection is so big. And, I mean, and then this is why it's it's kind of so easy for me to to talk about it. Um, Yeah, I do people please a lot, so... So can we talk a little bit, um, you and Andy, Andy is... Well, should I say what people-pleasing is? Because well, yeah, some that... people don't understand, they're they're hearing us, so... We're talking I, around it. We are talking around it, but we're also giving our ideas of what we believe yes. people-pleasing is, but... You and Andy, that's what I started to say, yes. had like this whole big discussion about what right. it is and what you thought it was, <laughs> which led to you Googling it. Okay, so <laughs> my boyfriend and I had this discussion about what a people-pleasing is. That's why we are talking about it this week, um, because he believed that bringing food for us was pleasing me, and that's how he people-pleases. And I thought that was not correct. Mm-hmm. So... I tried explaining what I just said about my friends and, you know, my coworkers and boss and things like that. And so then I said, you know what, let's Google it because mm-hmm. what that's the only way we can figure out who is right in this way. So when I Googled it, um, it came up that Dr. Susan uh, Newman, who is the author of a book called 250 Ways to Say It and Mean It and Stop People Pleasing Forever. Mm -hmm. And in it, it says that you want everyone around them to be happy and they will do whatever is asked of them to keep it that way. So they actually ended up calling me (laughs) and were like, hey, what's the definition? This is what it is. And they gave me that whole rundown. And I mean, I, I kind of see where he, he is is right. I said it. I said, you know what? I think we're both right in that sense. Yeah. Um, and I think a definition for me, if we talk about people pleasing, is when you're putting others' needs before your own. Yeah. Um, and, and by needs, I mean like, for example, we'll use me using that car mm-hmm. dealership. Um, their need and, and, that, and their goal in that instance was to get a car sold. Um, and they, you know, wanted it at a certain price without losing money, whatever. And for me, in that situation, I needed it to be able to work for me and my budget. So I allowed them to get their needs met without compromising so much, um, which ended up making me broke for (laughs) the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm playing. I'm not broke, broke, but you know. You know, it's a struggle when you buy a car. It is a struggle. Some, we I, we also looked up, I think Andy actually told me about this, but it's on Psychology Today, which has, I don't, I used to get the um, magazines, but I think I stopped the subscription. Yeah, you did get the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're pretty interesting, but there are, I believe it's 10. Yeah. 10 um, ways to know if you're a people pleaser. And the first one is you pretend to agree with everyone check check yeah (laughs) check 
Um, I guess. It depends. Like, in those situations, if you disagree, I feel like that's a tough thing. Because especially now with what's going on, you have to be very deliberate and careful with how you present yourself to others. Because people do misinterpret it, what you're saying. Yes. Um, so sometimes I think people may not agree with what you're saying. And yeah. then... Um, will say it to avoid that confrontation. Yeah, and I think I think I that's why I do it honestly because I just I don't I I hide away from conversation. Yeah, conflict is not conflict is not for me. I truly get so sick to my stomach. Like, do not say I got to talk to you to me oh because my God. I am sick. I don't know about you, but I'm sick. Well, I remember we talked about this um, a couple years ago, like. When Cassie and I were growing up, we would box. <laughs> when I tell you, talk about being people pleasers, no. <laughs> I wanted my way. Cassie wanted her way. We're three years apart. And, you know, if you have siblings or um, people, like cousins, whatever, that are, you know, about that age apart, you probably did argue with them Yeah. Um, when you were growing up. So, I don't know, since we were about... I was 13, so since around that time when we got a little bit older, I don't know, I passed that time. I don't really remember us arguing. But then we went away to California, and we had uh, we were a lot older. Yeah. I was at least, I think I was like 24, 25, and you were just 21 maybe? Yeah. And we had like a really tough time. I don't know what was going on with us. I just, I don't think we were, our expectations weren't, the same at that moment for that vacation and it was contributing to some conflict between us yeah and we went like we weren't mean but i think i said something very passive aggressive towards her which planted a bomb she felt some type of way about it and i felt bad because cassie doesn't (laughs) she and i will won't argue like we used to but she'll make a face and it's it's a sad face and it broke my heart (laughs) it broke my heart um you're I felt so bad. Up. Am I? Yeah. It did. It broke my heart, and I didn't want to have that like conflict with her. So, I forget where I was going with this, but more <laughs> or less, um, we definitely. I feel like we both don't. Well, no, like you, you, confront, you. I think you were going with that. You felt bad, and then you kind of wanted to squash it, even though maybe you felt that you needed some validation maybe right, I, I don't really remember the argument honestly honestly i don't either i think i i know it was about us just not doing i think you felt more that i was um getting my way with how the vacation was and then you wanted to do things and i wasn't really open to it i think a lot of it too was um don't don't blame yourself honestly i was very emotional because that was also the year that i was moving away oh right so um I was leaving, you know, my the state I, I grew up my whole life in. And mm-hmm. um, so this was like our last kind of hurrah for us. For, yeah, we put a lot of like weight on that trip. Yeah. A lot of pressure on yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean, for what? Because I came back. She sure did. <laughs> she showed it. <laughs> but, um. <clears throat> so, yeah. So I think, you know, pretending to agree with everyone and wanting to um, not to avoid that confrontation is a huge part of people pleasing because i mean who wants to fight all the time no yeah nobody i mean unless 
sadly enough, that's what you grew up on. Then. Yeah. So. Number two, um, you feel responsible for how others feel, how oh. other people feel. So what do you think that means? Like for you? I want to say, is that like when you kind of have a, you know, you have a discussion with someone, but you overanalyze it in your head later on? Or no. It could be. I think we we kind of just did it in this conversation too, where it was like you were like you're tearing up because I felt responsible uh, for even though I was angry and I was okay. being again I wasn't being assertive I was being passive but because I felt so you know bad um, I felt like responsible for you feeling bad even though at that time like if it meant having to tell you how I felt about it it's not like. If, if I was appropriate, if I was assertive to begin with, mm-hmm. and you felt upset about it, that's not my problem. As long as I communicated it in a way that wasn't rude to you. Mm-hmm. So people pleasers tend to not say things, I think, out of fear of hurting someone else's feelings. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do that. Yeah? Yeah, because I think that there are times where... I've gotten better at it, but there are times where I'll say something and I'm like, ooh, that sounded kind of harsh. And so I've learned, I think it took me overcompensating mm-hmm. um, to learn not to do, like not to be so honest, but maybe find a balance or sandwich it. That's a that's a technique therapists use. They'll say something positive, say whatever it is that might not sound nice, and then they'll uh, sandwich it with a positive at the end. Yeah, I do that <laughs> with my students. Yeah. Parents. Yep. I learned that the mm-hmm. hard way. Number four. Oh, really? Number three is... Oh, did I skip one? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. A very important one. <laughs> you apologize often. Yes. I mean, that's self-explanatory. Just, Just very self-explanatory. Blaming yourself. Um, and I think that comes with experience. Like... In what way? Like... It de- I guess it depends. Like, if you've had relationships in the past where oh. you were always doing the you, you, you uh-huh. instead of the, you know, what I, what part I took place in uh-huh. in the conflict, you know, and that kind of, someone throws that in your face later. I'm being very specific. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but then you start to overcompensate by being like, well, I did this too. And I, I was the one and it was my fault. So... I don't know. Do you do that? Do you? Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. I I hate that. I hate that, and I'm gonna. I say hate, as you know, it's a strong word, but I do hate that I apologize so much. You know, I said it to you the other day. Why do I need to say I'm sorry for saying mm-hmm. excuse me? Excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. What am I apologizing for? Yeah. Um. There was someone I knew that was my mom's friend who one time uh said to me why do you say that all the time (laughs) they called you out (laughs) he called me out and i and i said i don't know and i didn't understand it how old were you 12 oh wow like why do you say sorry all the time yeah why are you saying sorry all the time and were you like kind of i was a little uh taken back Mm -hmm. because i'm like what do you mean don't you say sorry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, you know, my mom even defended me. and was like, well, she's polite. <laughs> but that's, but that's and, but, and that's a good point. You know, you're being polite, but then it's like to the degree of like you're taking the blame. So, 
Um, if you bump into me, sometimes I'll say sorry, even though you bumped into me. Right. But it depends on my mood, because sometimes I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> but yeah. 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 But I honestly, though, I wish I could say it depends on my mood. It doesn't matter. I, it just happened to me yesterday. I was at Rita's, mm-hmm. and this family, this this mother and her four children, came up right next to me with no mask on, and... I felt extremely uncomfortable because they were not six feet away from me, mm-hmm. without a doubt, and were very close to me mm-hmm. with no mask. And I wanted to say, "Excuse me, can you please move over?" And I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even. <laughs> so what do I do? I move myself over. I know that's that's a tough situation because it's like, and people, and I think part of why we don't engage in that sort of thing because I f- I think of people who will like my mom. Yeah. Has gone out of her way to tell someone in the store that has no mask on that I feel uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, see. And they were kind of looking at her like she's crazy. But I'm also like, well, good for her because, hey, you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But um, but then for a situation like that, it's also like, what, how is that person going to respond? And how do we handle that if they get crazy? Right. And I'm, honestly, though. I that's that going back to you know conflict and everything mm-hmm. I just was well it's bothering me so let me just remove myself from that situation even though I 100% think that if I spoke up because I wouldn't be rude about it I'm like do you mind if you move over um I think that she would have said oh yeah come on kids but then again you don't know people so mm-hmm. but that's but, and my question always is, and this is always something I think about, like, do you avoid, and like I said, I struggle with strangers because in that situation, I probably would have moved myself over too. Yeah. But like, did I avoid that conflict because I didn't want the drama or is it that I know myself to say something back and maybe it might've gotten escalated to the point where it becomes physical? Uh, like, are you nervous about that? And I couldn't really tell you. Honestly, for myself, am I worried about it being physical? No, because it has to take a lot out of me to get to that level. Yeah, I, I think maybe, I think maybe it's like the drama because if something like that were to happen and someone got like really off the charts yeah. aggressive, oh, I yeah. think I would be thinking about it the rest of the night. Oh yeah, without into a doubt. the next couple of days, without a doubt, mm-hmm. without a doubt, the same way. All right, so number four, you feel burdened by the things you have to do. That's me. Yeah? In what way? Mm-hmm. Um, when I say I want to do something and then um, I don't actually want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then this becomes an issue because, and I've had, but I will say this, I've had conversations. I've had close friends. My friends know that you got to take me planning something with a grain of salt because in the moment I miss you and I would love you and I want to hang out and see you. And then when that time comes, I might be burnt out, be from my job and just life in general. And I just might want time to myself. It has nothing to do with you. So I've had to sit down and talk to my friends and let them know, like, don't think that I don't prioritize you, but sometimes I need to take a step back and, um, you know, just need some time for myself. But when I do that too much, I noticed that that's, you know, that's wrong of me and that I should be prioritizing my relationships with my friends. So it's a bird. It's a burden sometimes. Um, and I've tried to address that. And mm-hmm. I also monitor that because if I'm constantly being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then flaking, 
that's also a problem. That's me. I flake. Mm-hmm. I say yeah, yeah, yeah all the time, but I maybe that's just me. Maybe I I struggle with some social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made it a point that start last year. One of my resolution was for me to go out more and to, and then you know, I wanted to do that again this year, but. You see how far that's going. But 2020 said, nah, you staying home. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Number five is you can't say no. Obviously, we talked about this earlier, just saying no to people. Mm -hmm. Um, Number six. Do you struggle with, hold on. Do you struggle with not saying no? Why did I just say I'm sorry? You see what I just did? Yeah, I see you. I am not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> what did you say? You can't say no. Do you see yourself doing this? I know we probably spoke about it earlier, but yeah, I can't say no. That's why I flake. <laughs> That's true. That's and you why know what? I flake all the time. Like... I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I feel like people more often than not, like the ghosting thing and all of that, and just you're not feeling it for someone. I think that comes from a form of people pleasing. And also, society has made it easier for us to be like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And telling you, I don't really like you like that. <laughs> so I'm going to just not talk to you. Right. And make you feel even worse. Right. right We're terrible right. people. Right. We need to be better. We need to be better. All right. Go ahead now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got excited because this one I definitely do. You feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Um, that That is so true. I mm-hmm. will flat out, like, I don't like conversation, confrontation, mm-hmm. but I will also, like, if you, if I feel that you have a, a chip on your shoulder, I will say, is there a problem? Is there something wrong? Well, that's good, but you don't really want to know but the I, answer of it. But I really want to just fix it. Yeah. Even if I have to agree with what you're saying, even though I disagree in my mind. Ooh, girl, I feel like we're going to have to sit on this one for a little bit. So we're going to come back to that one because there's so much that I want to talk about with that one um, as it as it relates to checking myself. Okay. Because it just, I have some something that I want to say later, but I want us to get through this list first. So okay. let's, what is it, bookmark this? Yeah, we'll bookmark it. Number and six. Bookmark come six. back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, seven, you act like the people around you oh i feel like you have an individuality like you're very original i don't think you Who, act- me? yes absolutely oh, i don't think sweet. that's you that's not you i think you are too i actually no i know you are yeah yeah because you know yeah i don't care yeah and then it's even better <laughs> <gonna> be <laughs> when we're together too because we really act like well because you're comfortable yeah. We're comfortable with each other. I think but. it's the genuine component. Like, we can be genuine with one another. But um, that, you act like the people around you. And you know what's funny is that I'll notice that you know when you have an impact on people because people around you start picking up your language mm-hmm. or they start doing things that you're interested in or they, like, maybe come to you for certain advice on things. Um, So that's good. So I don't think that really suits you, but... I, You're I'm your glad, own person. I'm glad you really said that because at first, for a minute, I was trying to think of me being in situations of do I start to act like that person? Mm-mm. But I really, I think, um, I think at the end of the day, I just want to be my own person all the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think anybody does. 
Yeah. And that's hard. That is hard to do, mm-hmm. to be your own person. Because that goes with loving yourself. It does. And I've knowing spent... who you are. I think that you have yeah. to have a sense of identity in order to be like, not wanting to be like the people around you. But you yeah. see this more with like, people who are really immature or just younger kids. Yeah. All right. Um, there's, this is me. This is me. Mm-hmm. Number eight, you need praise to feel good. I need praise. And that is why when you said. I know your face lit up. You were like, yes. You know what I'm going to say. Keep it up. Wait, what do you mean? Well, when I just said it earlier, I said, you're your own person. Oh, you got this. yeah. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. But I was going to say when you were like, oh, we can use some criticism. Mm-hmm. I was like, my face. If you know me, you know my facial expressions say everything I'm thinking, which is a... You just make this, like, (laughs) blank face. (laughs) It just, like, goes from, like, being... Me too. I know. you too, your facial expressions, because I told you about when you're mad, what you look like. (laughs) No, but, like, I I really do think that, and it's hard. Like, and you know what's funny is because when... Because you're right, I feel a little bit some type of way when I receive criticism if it's not done right. And not everybody knows how to talk. Yeah. Like, I always have to remember that. I went to school to know how to, like, talk to people and try to relate to them. So not everybody understands how to approach people with things. It's truly a gift if you can do that naturally without practice. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yes, I completely understand. Because if people criticize and they say something, like, kind of harsh... You're like, well, who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. But, yeah, your face will change. Yeah, my face changes. And that, I really hate that. Like, I I think it's a blessing and a curse, honestly, about mm-hmm. my facial expressions. Because my facial expressions will <laughs> either get me out of a conflict or into a conflict. Yeah? Yeah, because if somebody can tell I'm not happy about it and they don't want it deal with it then they'll drop it yeah or they also might want to hash it out and okay let's talk about it and then i'm like oh mm-hmm. really okay oh number nine you go to great lengths to avoid conflict i'm thinking of someone and i'm not going to air them out mm. but i know who you <laughs> and more probably everyone knows who i'm thinking of but um uh yes this is a huge issue because um, what I find when you go through great lengths to avoid conflict, it doesn't necessarily solve the issue. No. You're just avoiding it um, or you're trying to mediate it or figure out like you're, you still end up putting your needs or everybody else. I see this happening when there's more than just yourself and someone else. It's a couple of other people. For example, um, if... It's me, if I'm having a party and say Andy's having a party for something and you're like, I really want to go to Tiffany's party, Mm -hmm. but I know Andy's going to be upset if I don't come to his party Mm -hmm. and you figure out, okay, well maybe I can compromise and find a way to make it work, but at the expense of you being super tired, super exhausted because you've had all these other things, it still ends up being like, okay, I have to make sure everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I meant it's like, it's just other parties involved with it. It, It's still, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. And you still don't stand up for yourself. No, no. Okay. 
And the last one, Cass, you got this one? Okay. Um, number 10, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. Yeah. So, that's tough, being vulnerable like that. Yeah, I think it's hard for anybody, unless you're, again, assertive. But um, I think that's a big thing, though, uh, with anybody. They need to justify how they feel. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. Like, I can think of so many things where people feel like maybe their reasons aren't good enough. And so they keep trying to explain why they did something um, and trying to convince you that their reasons are good enough. Yes. Yes. And we're like, yo, you don't have to convince me. You convince yourself. Yeah. That's a good point. Or you can be super passive aggressive, which I think um, is an issue of mine. Because then I'll be passive aggressive for you to know that... um, I have an issue mm-hmm. and I want you to come to me mm-hmm. but um later on I might tell you that I feel hurt that you did something and I love that about you I do because I love how like I love how in our relationship that you will say like not maybe it's not right then in the moment but you will eventually you will express yourself and um and then it makes their relationship better mm-hmm. because then you obviously know what you should do as a person and what you shouldn't do as a person. You know, if you really care about somebody, then you you don't need to say things that will hurt their feelings or Yeah, that took a, that takes practice. I still struggle with that um because as we're moving on from from people pleasing, how do we stop doing that <laughs> being assertive? Um Well, do you want to go back to number 6 before yes, we get into that? Yes. Um but just to touch on the point that you made there like it takes a lot of practice to be able to express yourself and open yourself but the issue is you got to make sure you're doing it in a way that is make you're talking about your feelings and not necessarily the um the person's characteristics and I think that is a very difficult thing to do with people because even as we talk about I feel Mm -hmm. You know I'm a therapist, so you know I'm getting into it. (laughs) Uh We don't want to say things like, I feel disrespected. That's actually still putting blame on someone. You're still saying that person's actions versus what you're feeling. Disrespected is not Not a a feeling. feeling. It's not a feeling, people. I should know because I've said this. (laughs) I feel uncomfortable is a feeling. Right. So, and we can practice that later if you want. But that's, um, you know. That's my take on what you just commented on. But I will say that I have noticed in speaking to my friend last night, I tend to have a lot of people in my life that are people pleasers. I tend to, we were talking about what we attract in our lives. And that has been something I have noticed throughout my life is I have people pleasers. Um, And so part of that, she was like, well, that's because you always want somebody to stand up for themselves and you start getting mad for them and tell them like, nah, you need to say this and this and you need to talk like this. And I'm like, that's true. I said, but also I know that sometimes, or at least in the past, I know it's easy to get you guys to do what I want you to do. Oh, and I yeah? need to be aware of that. Oh yeah? Yes, because I can be very bossy in that way at times. Yeah. So I check myself when it comes to that. So I'm like, Yes, I want you to stand up. Nobody can talk to you crazy but me. 
That's how it is. <laughs> okay. Now, but, you know, that takes growth. But in the past, I think that that's why that I've always attracted those types of people. Because you're going to be, you're going to agree with what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, and boost my ego. And I know that you want me to do the same for you. Which seems a bit narcissistic. Which is why I've taken the turn of like, no, you need to stand up for yourself. Even if it's with me. Well, I appreciate you. And I'm just being honest. That this is part of self growth, yeah. right? Yeah. Self growth. So, all right. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? We're going to today's chill pill of the week, and you know what that is? Is how to stop being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that we had touched on just a few moments ago was being assertive. Right. Um, and what does that look like? First off, I think a lot of times people, when they hear the word assertive, they just kind of think of this more aggressive, yes, you know, type of person, which can be, but assertive is not a bad word. Like, just get that out of your mind. Good. It is okay. I'm glad you're saying that. Yeah. I'm saying that for myself, Look too. Look me praising you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Assertive is not a bad word. It's not a bad word. It is a. It is good to have assertive traits in you. Mm-hmm. First being that for myself, I am going to acknowledge the word sorry. I'm not going to keep using it. We'll try that for the week. Okay. Being aware. And anytime you say it, I want you to write down why you said it. And when you said it. It would be really great, though, if I if I did it to a stranger. And then I said, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> that would be great. They're going to be looking at you like, they're gonna, okay. Yeah, they're, they're going to look crazy at me. But that's fine. And it's fine. Practicing. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, people think being assertive means aggressive. And there are four different communication styles. Do you know them? I want to say yes, but I want to say no. You do. When I say them, you're like, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, go ahead. Passive, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and assertive. Okay. So when people typically think of assertive, they think aggressive, which is standing up for yourself, yes, but you're doing it in a way that is disrespecting someone else's, um, you know, needs, whatever the case may be. Um, And we obviously know what passive is. Um, obviously not standing up for yourself at all. Mm-hmm. And passive-aggressive, a.k.a. being petty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you going to make sure you know, that person knows, but you're never going to actually say, I'm mad at you for this, that, and whatever. So I think it's a really important thing to be aware of. You should be um, self-aware of when you're being assertive, aggressive, passive, whatever communication style that you're normal normally using and what situations like I said I can be passive aggressive um and then I can also be passive I can be all of them actually (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're being real (laughs) I'm gonna be real but um it's tough it's tough and I think that in order for you to to practice um being assertive you should probably do it with people that you love and care about Mm -hmm. um because I think you have more chances to come back from that if you're overcompensating. Like I said, if you're trying to be assertive and it comes off aggressive, you can say, I really didn't mean that. What I meant to say is I feel whatever feeling, not disrespected, 
right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when this happens, um, in the future, can you please? Okay. So um, practice with your people and see how that works. Yeah. You'll feel more comfortable doing it in situations like me with strangers. Yes. Um, and it'll be easier for you later on when you have to have something that is like a real tough conversation. Because now you both, that person hopefully should respond to you better than an argument. Right. I always laugh when people come to me and cast you know, because you were so mad at me one day when you were like, I said, but you have a communication thing going on. It's not me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I know how to communicate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, mad. I was, I was like, mad. But if you're arguing, that's not communicating. Because if you start an argument, and I think this is very good for me and O, Mm -hmm. because we won't argue with each other. And we start to get to a point. your partner. My partner. Mm -hmm. um, We get to a point where we get angry, and then we kind of just stop because we're like, this ain't going nowhere. Or we laugh at each other because of the the reckless stuff we say. I know. We're just like, yo. But it's also like, you guys both have, O has... Uh, a degree in social work so she has that psychological background yeah and you you do too <laughs> so it's also very easy for you guys at times it's not because she struck she has her challenges too i know but we and as do i so yeah. it's like you know it's tough but i think we are able to be assertive with one another when the time comes which is awesome mm-hmm. but that's a that takes practice and let me tell you not like that all the time yes She's going to kill me for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No. So, you know, practice. Practice being assertive if, you, if you're if you struggling like us with um, some people pleasing. And hopefully this was helpful. Don't forget, um, I know we did not do the question thing that we discussed in the last podcast. Yeah. Again, that was more, we just wanted to kind of keep our um, social media very limited to what's been yeah. going on. Yeah. So just bringing awareness to that. But I mean, I think we'll probably do it this week. Yeah. So um, send in any questions, I think, and feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. I love that word. <laughs> um, anything, you know, that would be helpful to dailydose.podcast on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us, but I'll make sure we'll put a questionnaire segment on there this Mm -hmm. week um we're really interested in answering these things because i'm sure you guys have a lot to say yeah we want to include you guys in the podcast that's the whole reason behind that um all right so i think that's all for today i ain't got nothing else i hope everyone has a great week and takes in that i'm lying i do have one more thing oh shoot if you are out protesting please 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 be safe. Be hydrated. There's mm-hmm. tons of people out there trying to give you water. Mm-hmm. Um, be aware of the weather and the conditions and making sure the information that you have is accurate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different stuff going on. A lot of different people saying a lot of different protests are happening. Right. Um, and just make sure that, you know, you're just well informed. Okay. Right. Please be safe. And if you're not protesting, um, I put in my bio a link of different um, resources you can donate to. But What's your some, handle? My handle is TAJ71590. Um, 
and for Instagram. So, you know, you can follow me there. And uh, yeah, stay safe. <laughs> Please stay safe. Yeah, guys. All right. That's it. Um, thanks for listening. And we hope to see you guys again next week. <laughs>